Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm going to read a quote to you guys. I'm going to read it to everyone at home. Oh, I know what it is. Um, You know what? I think we're going to finish higher than Liverpool this season. I'm putting it out there. I watched the game, Wolves versus Liverpool, because it was before our game and Wolves could have run away with it. Uh, They had quite a few opportunities. We've got them this weekend and it's a six-pointer. We've got them. Not my words. Chloe Bloxham, Dan Club, audience watching and listening at home. The words of Mikel Antonio ahead of Liverpool's 3-1 win over West Ham United. Um, Exquisite. Ah, <laughs> ah, um, brilliant, Chloe. He also said he backed himself against our defence and then got pocketed by Joel Matip for the he entire got... game. Well, I, more importantly, I mean, like, Virgil van Dijk totally and utterly dominated him from, from the whole the whole football match. I think, uh, you know, uh, you, I know you've spoken a lot about Matip's performance. I thought Matip was all right, if I'm honest. I thought, I thought, Matip, I thought Matip was very much at the, like, at, at the full extent of what he still has as a footballer to keep Michel Antonio quiet. Virgil van Dijk made it a point of beating him. He actively made a point of stepping up and winning headers just for a laugh and making it look painfully easy against them. I described him in my post-match um, as uh, the answer to the question of what happens if you strap a, a jet engine to a bin lorry. Um, and, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a big, strong, messy mm-hmm. handful. Um, but, Dan, you know, he, he made a huge rob for his back there and he did not back it up in any way, shape or form. No, they never learn, did they? Like, you know... <laughs> They just never, ever learn these people. I mean, Clinton Morrison, you fully remember all that years ago, he had a like, go at Michael Owen and uh, something, a miss he did and then went on to miss a big chance himself at Anfield. So, yeah, they don't learn these these strikers as simple as that. But, yeah, I mean, what, why even bother? Why is he even speaking on a podcast in the build-up to a game about us? I don't understand the world we're living in, to be honest with you. But, yeah, madness. Uh, I think Chloe and yourself are right. I don't think he had a sniff, really. We kept him at bay pretty much throughout. And I'm... Quite impressively so, really, because I actually think he's he's a nuisance, yeah. really, isn't he? Yeah. He can be very hard work, Michael Antonio, because he runs forever, he's big, he's strong, he's quick, and yet he can he can make life difficult for you, but he didn't on this occasion because we just didn't let him at all. Joel Matip, I thought Joel Matip was really good. I thought Joel Matip was incredible. I think he's really good. Genuine. I, I understand what you mean with Verge. I think at first he might have tried Verge, and when he realised he wasn't getting any luck at all, yeah. he was like, no, yeah, actually I'm going to go on Joel Matip's side. Yeah. Joel Matip just bullied him and bullied him and bullied him and bullied him over and over and over again. And I think, uh, I didn't include it in my vlog, but there was a specific part where he hit the deck once again, and to sum up his performance, I think I turned around and 
said, why the F are you on the floor again, lads? He spent more time on the floor than he did with the ball at his feet. He was literally, every time he just got bullied and just fell to the floor and was asking for things. Um, and it's, why would you do it? I understand you're saying you back yourself and stuff, but think it in your head. Don't come <laughs> out and put a target on your back because every time you miss, every time you F up, every time you take a bad touch, that entire crowd is going to be on your back. And it happened from moment one when he messed up. That header, which should just be nestling into the bottom corner, a very easy chance. It's a free header and he puts it so far wide that if you had another goal next to Allison's goal it still probably would have hit the post that you just that happened so early on in the game and he just let the crowd then get on his back for it um, yeah I don't know why you'd ever do that I'm fine with you backing yourself I'm fine with you thinking you have a chance I actually like that but think it all in your head and then once it's happened then maybe you can turn around and say well, I, th- I really thought yeah, I, yeah, yeah like mm. that's fine don't say it beforehand put more pressure on yourself and more pressure on your team I, I'd not seen the quotes ahead of the game so but I, again it was the people around me in the ground like, and, and the reaction to him just laughing at him and, and every time like, it would matter but Van Dijk came out ahead of him it was like it gave the crowd a lift and I was a bit like it's Michael Antonio. What are we doing? You know, but and like, treatment. we know he's a handful and we know we've seen him cause Man City problems so he's, 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 a, he's a good Target man centre forward, right? He's caused, he does score goals, does cause problems. He is, he is key to how they how they play. Um, but yeah, you, right. It's just what? He, why? Why have you? Why have you done that? You idiot! It's just, yeah. It's it was it was it was um, yeah, changing room wall kind of stuff, wasn't it? Like you yeah. pin it to the mirror, you know, and 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 give the team a little bit of extra fire. Just mad. I mean, I'm just gonna read through some of his stats. He played seventy four minutes. He has uh, expected goals zero point one two. Now, bear in mind, he misses an absolute sitter, sitter of a header, mm-hmm. complete sitter of a header, and doesn't just miss it; he misses it a big style as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, so dribble attempts for uh, two successful. Okay, uh, tw- just twenty four touches of the ball in the whole game. Uh, only five of eight accurate passes. Um, he only eight, one eight passes. cross zero zero accurate uh, ground duels uh, he won four of his ten ground duels he won zero of his six aerial duels <sighs> yeah yeah zero of six <sighs> that's the one yeah oh that's, that's great. the one yeah. I hope they talk about that this week on his pod <laughs> Callum Wilson if you are ever listening to this Callum Wilson bring up those stats on that podcast because that yeah. needs discussing especially after the back of their 8-0 win bring that Bring that up, please. That'd yeah. be lovely. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I love it. I love. I love stuff like that. I live for it because it genuinely. I think this happens a lot. I think there's a lot of people and footballers just mad because how many footballers end up as pundits and this is the pathway they follow. They look at a league table, but don't look at the context behind it. Mm. And I think this is now the second season. The second, the, the second season after Liverpool have had a bad season, where people have gone. Liverpool had a bad season. That means Liverpool must be shit. Yeah. And bear in mind that one of them seasons Liverpool finished third. You know, you know, like that was that. You know, we were all Liverpool was shit. You know, because it was real third. And then coming out of saying like Man United finished second. Oh well, they're better than Liverpool. Look how many points they finished ahead of Liverpool. It's like yeah, mate, but. Liverpool literally had no centre halves all season and Midfield they managed to finish a place behind you in the league. It's too sensible though, isn't it? No, I know. <laughs> but it, but it, but but the point is, is that I don't think some I think some people do it to be antagonistic. But some, some, a lot of people looked at Liverpool finishing fifth and went, Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool are done, Liverpool are finished. And sadly, a lot of 
people in our own fan base seem to feel that as well. And I get it. There's fears that they might be that, but to unequivocally be like, and publicly be like, nah, Liverpool are done. What are you doing? What are you doing saying that Liverpool are done? It's madness, absolute madness. And Michael Antonio um, basically summed up a ton of people online and how they've how they're looking at Liverpool. Long may it continue because let the people think that Liverpool are done. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it actually helps. Because I think Moyes, it was. I think we're going to see clubs continue to think they can get change out of Liverpool by throwing the kitchen sink at us. And I think we're going to find increasingly that exactly Liverpool yeah. just Liverpool just stop absolutely smashing teams left, right and centre. So thank you so much, Michael Antonio, you idiot. <laughs> 